0: Greetings, and welcome to the Take One Security Podcast. My name is Daniel Meisler, and this podcast is simply me reading InfoSec headlines and making comments all in one take. There will be no preparation, no editing, very little post-production. The goal is to simply give people a way to audibly consume InfoSec headlines with a bit of analysis in less than 15 minutes. Today is January 25th. 2014. And let's get started. So there was an issue with the Marriott website uh, very recently within the last few days that exposed reservations and payment information. Uh, It has now been fixed. Police are now using a new radar to see inside people's homes without a warrant. Uh, Obviously, this is a big issue, uh, especially since we've been talking about the over-militarization of police, uh, police stepping outside the bounds of uh, sort of good behavior, that sort of thing. So this is obviously going to uh, raise some attention, I imagine, uh, going forward into 2015. Uh, Security budgets are reportedly going up due to the mega breaches in 2014. So CIO pay, for example, has supposedly gone up around 30% within like the last six months. Um, And anecdotally, I I would say, it seems like a pretty great time to be in InfoSec overall. Uh, LinkedIn is kind of blowing up with activity. Uh, I know a lot of people who are just, have lots of options in terms of where to go. So it seems like all the breaches are are gonna help, at least in the short term, uh, with security in general. A new uh, security startup, PFP cybersecurity, uses power consumption to detect malware. Um, I think it's meant initially basically to be used for like SCADA and um, those types of systems uh, basically where you have a really good baseline. Uh, it seems like that would be a pretty uh, strong requirement is you have a really good understanding of normal, right? You It's anomaly-based, I imagine. Um, and then if you see a deviation in power consumption, Maybe it's an indication of something malicious. So the company's supposedly doing pretty well, already has some customers. Pretty exciting uh, sort of new approach to things. Uh, the U.S. hacked North Korean computers back in 2010. So this is some of the stuff that came out from recent Snowden uh, leaks. Uh, reportedly, the reason that they were so sure that... Uh, North Korea hacked Sony was that they had already been on North Korean systems. And supposedly, I, I, I'm not sure this was explicitly claimed, but seems like we would have either observed that they were planning on doing it, or maybe we watched it happen. Obviously, no idea what the actual evidence was, but if we were on the computers, then that could be a pretty good uh, reason for thinking they had something to do with it. Um, Snowden recently talked to Bruce Schneier, um, at Harvard, they basically did a big uh, Skype thing and he was up on the big screen and, and Schneier asked a bunch of questions. They had conversations, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, You should definitely go check it out. Um, some of the things that came out of it, the NSA is basically becoming increasingly offensive versus defensive. I think Snowden said this was like a five year or a 10 year development. Seems, seems right to me, uh. Not knowing much about it, but that seems to make sense. And you know, putting aside wrongdoing, I, I have to say I, I don't mind them being offensive. If if it, it, it seems pretty clear to me that other governments are doing it, and it seems like we might need to do it as well to some degree. The question is, to what degree we can do it morally, uh, with good oversight, transparency, that sort of thing. Um, And so those those details are really where I think uh, it's important to focus. Um, The other thing is um, that he reported is the NSA supposedly supposedly used compromised systems as jump points. So he's saying basically innocent people's computers, previously compromised systems um, are often used by the NSA to do attacks. Um, he also mentioned that oftentimes they'll do something really sloppy um, so that no one will think it was possibly the NSA who did it, which I thought was interesting. The other thing he mentioned is that most of the NSA hackers or attackers or, or c- cybersecurity professionals are not like these super elite people. Most of them are fairly junior who are basically handed a manual, like a step by step, plus the tool that they use. Um, which is uh, reportedly pretty advanced. But they're kind of just given a manual and a step um, or a checklist and told to go at it. Uh, He he did say that there were, you know, there's a level of skill, like various levels that um, some people are really good. But he said a large proportion are actually just these junior enlisted guys with not very much training, maybe a couple weeks of training, a really good tool and a good manual. Um, Oh, the other thing they mentioned about, or that they talked about was that the NSA has gone from, or I think Schneier was talking about how uh, risk averse they were, right? That whenever, Basically, in the documentation, they were told, if you ever think you're being observed or you think you've been caught or you think something could get you caught, don't do it. Don't do it because we don't want any attribution. Um, And there was some discussion about, you know, how much is that going to hold? How much are they going to continue to care? What sort of other steps can they take to make sure it's not attributed back to them? Um, The other comment that was made was that China doesn't seem to care about that as much. And, you know, presumably these other countries don't care as much as well. Um, So it's kind of a disadvantage for us to be so worried about that. Um, Another report came out around uh, Russia supposedly hacking for geopolitical gain and not just money. So it's widely considered that, you know, it's largely RBN, cybercrime, that kind of stuff. Um, But... This new sort of analysis came out basically saying that they also care about sort of moving their goals forward and that they they hack for those sorts of reasons as well, which is pretty interesting. Uh, millions of gas stations could be at risk of shutdown. I'm not sure if I figured out um, or if I put that millions in there. Um or if, I'm not sure there are millions of gas stations, it doesn't really matter. Um, the automated, automated, uh, or automated tank gauges can be remotely accessed by attackers. So um, basically they could be manipulated to cause alerts um, and they could potentially be used to stop the flow of fuel, which is pretty major. Um, in the whole IoT thing, or SCADA thing, obviously, this whole cyber attack concept is, can something be at a mass scale done to harm the economy? So this um, sort of gas station based thing could actually be a case in point for that, um, if, if it actually is true um, and possible. Uh, so there's a report out that Microsoft gave Charlie Hebdo data to FBI to the FBI within 45 minutes, which is really interesting. Uh, really short turnaround for turning over that kind of data to the government. Could both be really good um, and really bad. It all depends on how much oversight and transparency is there. Uh, there was a Starwood hack uh, based on bas- bad passwords. So basically Starwood is a uh, a company that does like customer loyalty types of things. And uh, evidently they had a bad password policy um, had reused passwords and someone used a brute forcing tool against them and basically took a bunch of credentials. Um, it's interesting, uh, I've written in the past about account harvesting, which is a combination of three separate volumes, uh user enumeration to get usernames, weak password policy, and then lack of an account lockout. Basically, if you have all three of these together, um, you know, sort of roll that up into account harvesting, which is, sounds like exactly what happened uh, in the Starwood case. Um, oh, here's some breaking news. Uh, quite surprising, Flash has a major exploit. Uh, first time for everything. Definitely wanna update your stuff. Uh, people continue to be worried that the president's crackdown on hackers could hurt security professionals. Um, so Congress is meeting on the 27th of January to discuss breach notification. And obviously there was a lot of talk last week about these various new restrictions that, that could come out and uh, what what could that could mean for being a security professional. Um, the wireless in about 2 million cars is highly vulnerable to attack. and a Polish company has created, mouse box, which is an entire computer inside of a mouse enclosure. So that's it for this episode. I hope it's been worth your time. You can find these headlines as well as more InfoSec philosophy and politics content at DanielMiesler.com.